Are you excited about what your family relationships will look like at the end of 2024? We are heading into a brand new year. And this is such a wonderful, unique, totally culturally expected time to set some goals, to make some resolutions, to shake things up, to change things up, to get things on track in the direction that you want to go. And next Christmas and New Year's, you know, the end of the year might feel really far away. But it's really only a few months, a few hundred days, and time goes fast. I'm sure you can think back to last year at this time, and it might feel like you blinked, and then all of a sudden, here we are. So I wonder, what are you really expecting or hoping or dreaming that your family dynamics would look like one year from today? We are going to go really nuts and bolts, practical and tactical, like get some, you know, rubber meets the road. I'll see if I can think of any other cliches. We are going to get really um, practical today about how to not only set a goal for your family relationships, but how to make an action plan so that that goal happens. Now, you might have listened to our episode last week um, where we talked kind of big picture. Why is it valuable and helpful to set goals for your family, even if maybe you're the only one working toward that goal? And how do you think kind of big picture about the goals, the visions that you have for your family. Um, So you can circle back just, what, two episodes ago, episode 162, and listen to the big picture about setting family goals. Today, we're going to go deeper and a lot more specific about how to actually take that goal and turn it into an action plan. If you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you are probably aware that I am a big fan of practical steps, taking action. I mean, insight and knowledge and information is usually very interesting, often very helpful. It can be really encouraging, but unless you do something with it, nothing usually changes. And I've been a counselor for a few decades at this point, and I can usually tell pretty quickly if a client is going to have a lot of success meeting their goals or if we're going to hit a lot of roadblocks based on their willingness to actually take what we're talking about and do something with it. So my friends, today in episode 164 of the Love Your People Well podcast, my goal is to help you create that action plan and get something happening, get something moving, get something done so that next year when you are sitting down for Christmas dinner, you have strengthened those family relationships, even just 1%, moving things forward. What an incredible blessing that would be because this podcast is all about helping Christian moms truly enjoy every minute of family life. 
have that happy marriage, enjoy parenting, and keep Jesus at the center of it all. So he is not absent from your goals or your action plans or any part of your family life. So today, as we jump into this conversation, I don't know what that goal specifically is for you. And if you're feeling stuck on it, actually, we're going to circle back in our Friday Faith Follow-Up episode in just a few days, and I'm going to give a bunch of ideas um, just to maybe get some of those juices flowing if you are feeling a little stuck about what should I work on, what's even possible. Um, but if you already have a goal, or maybe you're, you're circling back here after listening to some of those ideas in a few days coming from the future, um, we're going to talk about how to turn that into an action plan. Now, I'm realizing I haven't introduced myself. This is indeed the Love Your People Well podcast, and I'm your host, Jess Hayes. I am a marriage and family therapist, um, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I am a big fan of plans and to-do lists and writing things down. (laughs) So as we jump into this, you'll notice um, I have eight steps that we're going to walk through, Um, and I don't think any of them are difficult And they really can take as much time or as little time as you want to offer or have available, and you're still going to find it fruitful. But the first five of these eight steps are all things that I'm really going to encourage you to write them down. And partly that's just my personality. I enjoy that, the to-do list and checking things off. I love it. Um, But also, I really do see that being helpful for people to not just think it through or even type it out. Um, But the process of sitting down pen to paper um, is really helpful for clarifying your thoughts. And um, that's a big part of being able to then move forward. So if you are Um, willing and able to write things down, I will encourage that as we talk through these eight steps for how to take that goal and turn it into an action plan. And if you're not sure how to go about that, I really um, very strongly recommend the Hope Planner. That's the planner that I use. Um, I will have a link in the description for today's podcast show. Um, Because I just, you know, the way that it's organized and it really focuses on, okay, what's the goal? And then how do we play that out month by month, week by week, keeping God first and our family second and all that other stuff third. It really organizes how we think and plan and do life in, I think, a really helpful way. So whatever it is, your favorite planner, your, you know, back of a piece of junk mail envelope, wherever it is, take a little time to write some of these things we're going to talk about, write them down um, and think them through. So let's dive in here. The first step to turning that goal into an action plan is to write down the goal. That might seem really simple or that might feel totally overwhelming, but if you can't put it into words, it's not very likely that you're going to accomplish much. So sit down and write it out. And you can write it down, you know, five different ways and word it differently and think it through. But that step is really helpful. From there, you want to take some time and write down your why. Okay, if this is the what, this is my goal, why does that matter? Why is that important? How would that help you 
enjoy life more? How would that help you glorify God more? What blessing is going to happen if, or let's say when, this goal is achieved? Number three here, and yes, again, write it down, my friend. It really makes a difference. Write down a scripture that is encouraging to you or speaks truth to you about that goal. Now, for myself, just as an example, this past year, I had a goal to um, to speak more kindly with my kids, not to not to be so rushed or nagging or or harsh, um, you know, yelling at them if they're being chronically disobedient or you know, how do I use my words? kindly use my words well and proverbs chapter 15 verse 1 um a harsh ang- a harsh word stirs up anger but a con- oh my gosh i had it memorized <laughs> oh yes okay but <laughs> okay back that up a gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger um i really did memorize it but then you know that was a few months back But I will say it was really helpful focusing on that goal and understanding why that was meaningful to me and having a scripture that I could focus on memorizing, thinking through, turning back to when I maybe was uh, tempted to not use my words in the best possible way. So whatever that what and why and and the, the scripture there, whatever that is for you, write it down. Let's keep writing from there. Um, this might be a bullet point list. And this is probably my favorite part of this process if I'm doing it in the counseling room. Um, and, you know, pause my disclaimer. Yes, I'm a therapist. I'm not your therapist. I hope this process is helpful. But I obviously don't know the ins and outs of your story. But these are conversations I have a lot as a counselor. And step four here is my favorite part. And that is to write down, maybe a bullet point list, a description of what life will be like when that goal is met. What will you, what will you be doing when that goal is met? What will your days look like? How will you feel? How would you even know that the goal has been met? What would be different? What would change? How would other people know that something was different? What would they notice? What would, you know, a fly on the wall see happening or hear happening in your home? Really putting meat on the bones, really fleshing it out, thinking it through. What is life going to be like when you have achieved this goal? That's going to really help us create an action plan. And then the final writing assignment that I would encourage is to um, similarly make that bullet point list, but instead of maybe thinking through, okay, this is what life's going to be like. Here's the, the beautiful picture of what we're working toward. On a separate list, write down every possible thing that needs to happen or, or would naturally happen while you're on the way toward meeting that goal. Those would be action steps, um, 
things to read about or pray about, people to talk to, things to do. And that would hopefully be things that are really small and even things that might feel totally impossible. There might be things on that list that you wouldn't even be doing, like, well, my husband would be doing this or my kids might do this. And whatever it is, whatever pops in your head, if you know, okay, I'm going to meet this goal, something is going to be different. I've thought that through. I know why it matters. Well, what's included in that? What are all the different things that need to happen or would, would kind of naturally happen as you are working toward that goal? So at this point, you've got a lot written down, right? You've got your goal, you've got your why, some scripture, um, a really clear picture of what life is going to be like and all the different things, whether it's 10 or 20 or 100, all the things that are going to happen along the way. Well, now you have the bones of your action plan. You just need to rearrange it and put it together in a way where things are actually going to happen. So that takes me to step number six here, which is to rearrange those action items. And that, and even a little bit from that kind of vision description of what life is going to be like, rearrange that into a timeline. And now some things are not necessarily going to be time sensitive. Um, Like if I think about my goal this past year of using my words more kindly, um, there was an action step of memorize this scripture, which I promise I did, (laughs) but you know, it slips from time to time. Um, But there were other, there were some action steps that were time sensitive, or at least I wanted to start working on right from the beginning. And there were others that came later on. And so I started with action steps that were around like uh, clarifying for myself, well, what are the triggers or the things that really get under my skin where I am more likely to yell or nag or, or just respond with my words in an unhelpful way, that harsh word that might stir up anger. I had to understand like what's going to trigger me or tempt me toward that action before I could really do anything about it. So that that was kind of not time sensitive, but it made sense to do that earlier rather than later so that I could be more successful. So look through that list that you have. And if there are some things that need to happen first, move them to the top. If there's some things that are going to happen throughout or or kind of, you can't control it, it's just going to happen naturally. Once I've done steps A and B, these other things are going to happen. You know, you can just leave them on there wherever they are. So this is kind of as much as needed, but be realistic about how these action steps are going to build on each other. Step number seven, this is probably another one that I really enjoy in the counseling room because people don't always think about it. And so to slow it down and actually do that thinking is really helpful. And that is to color code your list. So you want one highlighter for things you can control, things that you directly influence, but you probably have some things on that list that other people control. It really, if I, again, let's go back to my example from this past year. It really helps me to control my tongue if my kids are um, are kind to each other. Like it really pushes my buttons when they are being mean to each other, stealing the toy or pushing each other intentionally. 
their siblings and triplets at that. So, I mean, they're all the same age. They're toddlers. Like, I know logically that's going to happen. But, ooh, it makes me mad when it happens. And I see it. And I see my child crying because of my other child. And so that is something where, okay, there's an action step there. My kids need to be kind. My kids need to share. They need to do these things. And I influence that, but I don't ultimately control that. I can highlight things there for me around setting clear expectations, um, monitoring what's happening and stepping in quickly if things are, you know, conflict is escalating. But there are other pieces on there that are ultimately up to them. They are in control. And I can't, you know, I'm not, they're not robots where I can just create the perfect plan and they'll do whatever I want. And you probably also are going to have things on your list that you can color code that are things only God can control. Things that just need to be covered in prayer. And you want to pray through all of this, of course. But, you know, if if achieving your goal means we need a heart change, like my husband needs a heart change, we need to get on the same page, and I just, oh, I'm not there, I don't know how to do that. I'm exhausting myself with every possible avenue. That is probably at that point an area of prayer and submitting that to the Lord. So by this point, you've written down and thought through what's my goal? Why does that matter? You have a scripture, you have a vision for it. You have lots of different action steps that are in a purposeful order, first to second to third to fourth. You've color-coded especially to identify what are the things you can control because those are going to be your action steps. And now it's really just down to following whatever your usual process is for making a plan happen. Are you a to-do list person? Well, make a list. And that might, well, probably that's a master list. Like by the end of this, I will have done all 50 things on this list. But week by week, month by month, you know, you can zoom in on specific action steps and write it down and check them off and give yourself that dopamine hit and live into that if that's your personality. I love a good to-do list. Even if I've already done things, sometimes I'll put it on the list so I can check it off. If that's you, embrace it. Go for it. You're a lot more likely to be successful if you're doing something that works with your natural personality or way of doing things. But maybe you're more of that spontaneous live in the moment person. If I write a to-do list, I'm going to lose it five minutes later. So like, what's the point? I don't care. You know, I want to just be in the moment and go with it. Well, then do that. Decorate that goal and that scripture really pretty and hang them on the wall and look at it and, and have that list available. So when you're in the mood, you can just pull it out and say, okay, what's next on the list? What could I try today? What could I practice today? What book should I buy that I've been wanting to read on this topic? And it's handy and it's available, but you can kind of pick and choose in the moment when you have time or you have motivation. That might work best for your personality. Or maybe you're a routines and habits kind of person. So identify a daily or a weekly routine that will incorporate some of those action steps. If you have a goal like mine of 
I'm going to communicate well and, and speak kindly, especially with my kids. That was my main focus area this past year. Well, part of that regular habit that I worked on developing was gratitude, noticing those good moments where, wow, the kids actually played for 20 minutes without fighting, without arguing. And praise be to God, that has gotten more and more common over this past year. They're four years old now, and there are plenty of he stole my toy and she pushed me down moments, but they're less than they were a year ago. And trust me, that is all God. (laughs) And maybe the maturity even in toddlerhood. But all of that to say, that was a habit that I worked on was really noticing those successful moments and speaking that to the kids, saying thank you to God, and really making a big deal about the positive because that helped me to not get so worked up about the moments that really weren't going as well. So make a to-do list if that works for you. Create a routine if that works for you. Have a list and and just live in the moment and be spontaneous if that works for you. Because following your natural tendency there, you're a lot more likely to be successful. And these steps will work with any sort of family goal. Because like we talked about in the past episode, even if it's a family goal, you have such a huge role, such a powerful influence over the family dynamics that even if you're the only one working through this action plan, change will happen. So I hope that these steps are helpful for you. Um, Like I said, I'll have a link in the show notes there, the description for this episode. If you want to check out the Hope Planner, which is my personal favorite for kind of, okay, here's the goal, but also like, what's that plan? How does that play out month by month and week by week? Um, I think that that's a really beautiful and helpful godly planner. Um, And what I want to close with today is an invitation. And I will put a link for this in the podcast description as well. Um, But as you're thinking about goals and action plans for the new year, we are changing up a little bit of how we do the Faith Fiverr Club, and this is your invitation to join us. The Faith Fiverr Club is our Patreon community, um, so it's a small private community to support the show and to get some extra perks and extra encouragement, and uh, we're really going full force into that in 2024 with brand new monthly challenges. I would really invite you to join us in the Faith Fiverr Club every week. It's called the Faith Fiverr Club because I try to, there's a private podcast with it with quick, you know, quick little five minute episodes. So every Sunday in the new year, we'll be having those quick five minute devotionals, like just an encouragement to start your week on the right foot. Um, But then also throughout week by week, each month, we're going to have a different focus area with a monthly challenge. So we will walk through 12 areas over the course of the year that are key, like totally necessary for healthy and happy and holy Christian family life. And we're going to go deep. And every month you'll get a workbook diving into that area. We'll have Bible studies and journaling 
um, prompts and prayer times. I mean, each month will be a little bit different because different topics call for a different focus. Um, January, we're kicking off with a deep dive into spiritual disciplines and practicing those together every day, week by week, getting more and more familiar with those. Um, In February, we will focus on marriage and really dive deep into scripture. Um, And I mean, the plan is laid out from there, but I would really love for you to join us. The Faith Fiverr Club is a very easy way to support this ministry. Um, My goal really is just to cover the costs of (laughs) hosting the podcast and and those little things that add up over time. Um, And to honestly encourage myself and this whole community, we are totally focusing on things I personally and as a therapist find helpful. And we should do that together. Encourage each other, equip each other. Um, So it'll be really fun and really helpful and only $5 a month (laughs) over time. You know, you can, maybe there'll be different tiers for different things or whatever, but it's $5 a month, um, for a a lot of value and supporting the show. So I would love for you to join us in the faith Fiverr club over in our Patreon community, get access to that private podcast, as well as our monthly challenges all year long. So my friends, you are invited. The link is in the description for today. And of course, at the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. And I am excited for you to think through not only your goals, but also your action plans. And we will be back in our Friday Faith follow-up this week with just more ideas, um, encouraging you there about what your family life can look like in the new year. So until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.